listening to Bros Let's Talk. Hey. Let's talk. Pat here with Jimmy and Sean. Maybe Andy will join us along the way. We don't know yet. But his um lost all of his watches, his cell phone. Was was not near a microwave or an oven or a car. Couldn't the tell sun. the sun in the sky what time it was. So <clears throat> We'll see. Hopefully he joins us, but if not, it's the three of us. Hey, time makes fools of us all. That's legit. Time is a flat circle. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's up, dudes? It's been a while. How are you? It's been a while. Coming off of a a nice Bears dub. Don't have that bastard. I don't know about nice, but it was a Bears dub. We will take a win this year, because we don't know how many more we're going to see. So any win we get is a nice win. I need to adopt that attitude, because Bears wins feel like losses for me. I don't know how to escape this feeling, but it's not good. I'm just enjoying them as they happen, because again, I don't know how many we're going to see. It's a tough watch every week, win or lose. Worse when they lose. Less worse when they win, like today, against a really terrible New York Giants football team whose defense had given up 27 points or more to every opponent, I think, this hey, season. Hey, all you can do is play So they played the, the schedule, Chicago right? Bears, who put up a, a 19, which for this season feels like feels like 27, 30 points. So it, it, a win's a win. Like you said, they're 5-6. and six. And uh, five more to go. You went off five, ten, and six. Maybe you get it. I don't know. Bears might be back, guys. Just saying. At this point, I'm on the same boat as Sean. I think you said this a couple weeks ago. I just want them to give Oakland the worst possible draft pick. That's a okay. big win for us. Make the Khalil uh-huh. Mack trade look like a W at all costs. I think the Khalil Mack trade is still a W regardless. But. I agree, but I don't want any naysayers out there getting any ammunition. Sure. I mean, we have enough of them, and they have plenty of ammo. I guess we don't need to give them any more. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Oh, I hear you. Oh, I hear you. It's, uh, it's frustrating because you see it. You see the Raiders go out and get their asses kicked today against an awful Jets team. I mean, they got curb stomped like 34-3. to Derek Carr got benched. Mike Lennon comes in. Three snaps, two fumbles. Jesus. Is that true? That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So when, when you look back at the season, you, you blew that game. You lose a game against the Chargers that you should win. Right now we could be, what are we, 5-6? and six? We could be 7-5 and five with still a chance to make the playoffs. 
just a whole lot of lost opportunities this year, and it's just it's frustrating. Yeah, it's tough. So. But this is about the time we started rolling last year, and Trubisky did have probably his best game of the season, even though his two picks that he threw were pretty awful. Well, yes. Uh, that that second pick was – I don't know what the hell he was thinking. That, that was first so pick, terrible. When they were talking about it um, on the air, and I saw various people, people on Twitter talk about it as well, Robinson did not run his route correctly. Mitch still should have seen, I believe it was Alec Ogletree, the defender. Um, but just it just it, a couple plays before that, Ben Bronica drops a for sure touchdown wide open. Mitch uh, hits him in the hand. So it just it, it's, a, it's, a, literally it's a microcosm of our season. Like a like a fifteen to twenty second conversation of how Bronica could be a solid tight end. He's got like decent traits, and he just made like a decent play a couple plays before that, and we we were talking him up, and then he literally drops the, drops the wide ball. open, yeah, would be touchdown. Drops the we, literal like, oh, okay. figurative that, ball. That's why. That's we, why we no one's high on that guy. We went as far as to come up with a T-shirt saying that said oh. "Brains over Broniker." Oh, I that, like that. We're gonna add that to the BLT shirt list, I dude. Like but he's got to make those touchdown catches, or else it's go. It's, it's time to get cut. Son. Okay. Speaking of BLT shirtless, because I it sounds like I said BLT shirtless, which could also be a thing. But the BLT shirt list, <laughs> I thought of this one back when I I did a little Instagram story, video story of. Uh, me cooking Dirty Andes a couple weeks ago, yes. which Andes. we came up with on this show. We started calling them Dirty Andes as an alternative to Sloppy, Sloppy Joe's. Joe's. Yes, that's um, correct. So just the the shirt is just a picture of Andy's face, slightly dirty. Ooh. Just his dirty Andy underneath. I like it. I'd buy that shirt. I'd buy anything with Andy's face Andy, what do it. you think of that idea? Oh, wait, you're not here. Oh, okay. Um, right. Well, we tried to run it by him, so it's happening with or without consent. Oh, it's happening. People will buy Andy's face, slap it on anything. Yeah. <laughs> They'll buy it, especially with the mustache he's got going right oh, now. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's probably like second best mustache on the show right now if I had to rank <laughs> it. Andy, do you have any disagreements with those rankings? Speak now. Oh, I see he agrees. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. All right. Great. Top stash right here. Appreciate it. Okay. We want to start, though, not with the Bears, whose sad season limps on with false hopes with another win over a lowly opponent and probably another one coming up on Thursday on Thanksgiving to start and off then, the holiday. And then, and then you beat Dallas and you're seven and six with three games to go, and who knows? Yeah. I mean,. We got a rough part of the schedule coming up. Dallas Guys, we're and not KC. talking about that, okay? Oh, shit. Moving we're on. We're not talking about that. It's it's November 24th, and hot stove season has actually kicked off this year. Woo. Remember last year when we had to wait until February to get a signing? Woo. The well, White Sox. We had to wait till February to get an important signing. But go ahead. You were going to say? <laughs> the, the White Sox, the Chicago White Sox, kicked off the season. They signed... Switch hitting catcher Yasmani Grandal, who had 28 homers and I think 109 walks last year. Huge um, signing. Led the NL in walks. Uh, had a really good season. I like the signing a lot. I don't love it. He still only batted 242 last year, but um, 
You know, it's a good alternative when you have James McCann, who had a really good first half of the year and then kind of faded at the end of last year. So you figure if you can alternate with those guys, you might be able to to get the most out of McCann where he won't falter kind of like that. And then they also re-upped Jose Abreu for three years, $50 million, which um, I understand the signing wasn't crazy about because he still had another year left on the deal. So you could have kind of let this year play out See what you have. You got Andrew Vaughn in the pipeline, who is the number one first base prospect in baseball, um, and a guy that you figure will be up on the on the big league roster in the next within the next year or two. So, um, but I, I think he's like a, a glue guy. You know, he he was good this year too. He led the AL in RBIs, had another thirty homers, just been consistent as he always has been. But um, as he's your Anthony Rizzo. Pretty much. I was going to say as, as like um, someone with an outsider's perspective, I guess, not as a fan of the team, what were your guys' thoughts on the, the signings for the White Sox to kick it off? I thought they were they were good signings for the Sox for the next probably year or two. Um, towards the end, they may not be great contracts because they're both older players. Um, Grandal, like you said, he's a 25-plus home run guy, but also a 100 plus walks guy, which you haven't had on your team since Frank Thomas. Um, but a, a lot of, I feel like a lot of teams don't have a guy like that. He'll definitely stabilize um, your catching situation. He's a great framer. Does a great job framing the ball, which I think will help the pitching staff, staff immensely. And I think they're good stopgap signings. I think you probably could have waited out a Bray another year. He's another aging guy, but they're banking on his glue and his leadership and his popularity on the team being totally. more than not more than his production, but I think they're they're valuing that along with his production. So I think they're both good signings. Um, they don't jump off the book at you and, and make you think it's going to be necessarily something special. Um, yeah. But I also like how it takes Grandal out of the NL Central for the Cubs, so it's mutually beneficial for both teams. So here's the thing. How old is James McCann? I think he's 27. And that was his rookie year, right? No, this was his third or fourth season. He played on Detroit for a okay. couple of years. So first year with here. the Sox? Yeah, first year with the White Sox. So I was just checking. I like the Grandal signing. I think he's pretty solid. I think he can try and cheer up some of McCann's skills too because Grandal is considered one of the best in the bigs right now. Um, I also like the idea of having two very solid catchers in a league where most teams don't even have one solid catcher because we all know, you know how catchers will play – maybe four out of five or four out of six games, something like that. So um, I think a, a solid 60-40 or even 55-45 split is going to help you guys a lot. Um, I also really like the Abreu signing. Abreu's solid for you guys, man. I mean, like you said, he's a glue guy, veteran leadership. No one wants to be in Chicago more than Abreu, and you got to have a guy like that if you're going to step up to the next level. Someone, Someone's got to lead the charge to get everyone else to buy in. And with how young you guys are, Brady's going to be pivotal. So, good signings. Really not that much money spent, considering, even though these are two of the larger signings in their history. Rondales is the largest in team history. Which is four, crazy. Four years, that $73 is, million. Dollars. That's that crazy. Yeah, it doesn't even, like, like, scratch the surface of what people consider baseball money, right? Quote, unquote. I mean, 
you know, that's a good signing for you guys. And by the time your real players are coming up and going to need extensions and contracts, you'll have the money freed up. So I think it's a good move early for you guys. Can you make a bigger splash? Well, that's the thing. This has to be the first of a couple moves this offseason in order for this to be considered an aggressive move at being a contender. I think it's a good move. Like I said, um, Jimmy, I kind of agree with some of the things you touched on where it's the first couple years, it's going to be better than the last couple. Um, And then with Abreu, obviously, it's... It, I like it because, like I said, it's not like he's just some slouch where he's getting money for like he this past year. He had a really good season. And and I know with these, especially with these Cuban guys, you know, that come over later, you never really know how old they are. So he might actually be a little bit older than than what his age shows. But I still think you got at least two good years left with them. So you figure a four year deal. If you get two really good years while the Sox are starting to be competitive and possibly a playoff contender, that's definitely worth it, especially for the latter end. And you kind of set yourself up with some flexibility with these moves too. to where we mentioned that um, Grandal is going to be splitting with McCann behind the plate. He can DH on days where he's not catching Abreu can DH on days where he's not, you can put Grandal at first. He's played there as well. Um, and then, you know, even Eloy, you can try and work him kind of have a DH rotation to where last season the White Sox had the worst production out of the DH slot of any team in the American League, which oh, wow. I didn't a, know that. in a league where you have an extra batter and you're not making it worthwhile, it's just a wasted spin. You might as well just be batting your pitcher. Seriously. So it's, you know, I, I, I think I, I think you guys are right, though. There needs to be a couple more signings. Zach Wheeler's a guy that I know has gotten brought up a lot pitcher um who supposedly they're they're really in on him yeah which i would i would be completely okay with that add that to this young staff of guys um maybe a guy like nick castellanos who we saw come and tear it up on the cubs um just a good contact hitter not a great fielder another guy you can maybe slot into that dh spot from time to time so that guy loves doubles i'll tell you that right now that guy loves his double there's still moves to be made but I think it's a good start and a good another, you know, Rick Hahn showing that he's he's serious about turning this team into a contender and doing it sooner rather than later. Yep, agrees. What are the chances you think the Sox go after one of the big name pitchers? No, oh, like Garrett Cole. I would love for them to or Strasburg. I think they should at least make a run at it and try and give them as much money as they can. And what's the worst that that can happen? They say no. What if so, they yeah, see a guy do, like Grandal sign here and they're like, oh, I'd like to pitch for him. Do do you really want to go through the, oh, we made our best effort, but he ended up going somewhere else again? Like, I, if, if from my perspective, if I was a Sox fan, I would just rather them say, we're going in a different direction. We're not even going to look and not even waste everybody's time. Wouldn't that just create false hope? I, I think actually last year the contract they gave or the contract they offered Machado – is seemingly pretty much what he's actually worth, and it seems right now it's only been one year. But the Padre, the Padres, kind of overpaid for him. Agreed, so if, but if they're no, going to give a good nobody valuation. Nobody signs with, with what they're worth. They're signing for as much money as they can get. So with that being said, I don't think neither Garrett Cole nor Steven Strasburg would even entertain anything less than a couple hundred million dollar contract, which the Sox don't give to pitchers. Yeah, that's true. And you guys do have a lot of pitching coming. Right. Exactly. 
But I, I, I don't think you should let that discourage you from going for it. Just because you missed out on Machado last year, who knows? Maybe, maybe you offer. You know, maybe Garrett Cole is going to get like three hundred million dollars from someone, so you're probably out on that anyway. But you never know. I, I think you should at least try and make an offer. And the worst that can happen is what can what has always happened is no one comes to play here. Because here's the thing: the White Sox are in a unique situation to where. Chicago is considered a big market, but they're basically a small market team. In Not a, a small market. market. They're a small money team in a, yes, big, in market. a big market. That's but a good their, way to put it. their division is full of small market teams. So it's not like they're competing within their division against the likes of the Yankees, like the Red Sox have to, or like the Baltimore Orioles try and have to do. Or That's it's not true. like it's not like, you know, the Brewers where they're competing with the Cubs within their own division. So if you can just do better than the rest of your division at this point, you can give yourself a chance to make the playoffs. And at this, and the Indians look like they're ready to blow it up. They're not investing in their future with guys like Lindor, who seems like a no-brainer you'd want to resign. They haven't shown any indication that they're going to resign him. The Tigers suck. The Royals suck. The Twins had a great year, but can they withstand that? That seems like kind of a they're definitely going to regress, thing. right? Exactly. There's no way they don't so regress. There's there's room for you to make moves right now, and if you can just again a couple more signings, then the Sox could be competing for the AL Central next year on a matter of circumstance more than anything and timing. And it might show at least that by offering these huge fish a contract, it might show you might not land one, but it does show. Other free agents, future free agents that you're serious. It shows your fans that you're serious. And who knows, if the Sox step up, if your offense is playing well, you get a couple of your uh, starters through the pipeline and they're throwing well, you know, people might take the Sox a little more seriously this next round of free agency and you don't, you never know. But I'm all for it. I think the future is pretty bright for the Sox. I'm excited. It, it finally seem, feels like it's coming to fruition, especially after the way that guys like Mankata and Anderson took steps forward last year, Giolito. You feel like you have building blocks to grow on, and now you're you're going out and making free agent signings, bring you know, shoring up veteran contracts, things that are kind of you need a, a solid mix of those things to be um, to have a good team in baseball. You can't just it can't all be the draft. You got to find those guys from free agency like, you know, the Cubs did with Lester um, and Ross at the time when they brought him in. Uh, Dexter Fowler got to have those free agency to put you over the top. Hayward with the uh, the speech of all speeches. $184 million speech worth every penny. Um, Eat that, okay. Hillary. Before, now now, now, now that if anyone would just trade for him, that'd be great. <laughs> Before we Not move on, I wanted to bring this up. I wanted to bring this up in the beginning. Sean and I talked about this a little bit earlier and it sparked conversation because um, after Alyssa and I ate breakfast this morning, we have this raspberry apricot jam that mm-hmm. Alyssa bought for, um, or she's going to use for a, uh, something for Thanksgiving, I think, an appetizer she's making. So we decided to test it out on some toast. And it was delicious. And I was think I was wondering, should we become like jam dudes? Like Be jamming dude? Just jamming, bro. <laughs> dude, I'll become we, a jam guy real quick. Should we become jam dudes? Like we can try out different jams. Well, first off, I guess, Jimmy, what are your thoughts on jam? 
Uh, I prefer oh. strawberry and grape jam over jelly. Okay. Uh, I thought you were about to say you prefer jelly. No. <laughs> I was like, I thought this conversation was going south early. No, I'm a jam guy. Through and okay, through. we're jam guys then. Okay. Uh, all right, so we should um, – because Alyssa mentioned too, when you go on vacations, a lot of places when you go like in town, if they have like a little shopping area, you can always find jams when you go – like when we go to St. Joseph, they have a store that they basically just sell jams. I'm going to start buying and putting together the most extensive collection of jams <laughs> this side of the Mississippi, and we're going to start reviewing jams. The only way I'll become a jam guy or a true jam guy is if we go to these jam shops and we bust out our own bag of bread and just start housing their jam. I'm telling you, in a bag, like a, bring a toaster. We'll bring a loaf of bread, right. and then we'll just be like, can we test out your jams? And then we'll just pull out this bag. Just fucking set up shop, dude. That's like what I'm We brought about. our own toaster. We're good. Because they'd probably try and give you some crackers, like some wheat thins or something. Mm. A tiny little spoon. That's not going to get it done. That's not going to I need do. to slather up this jam on a piece of perfectly toasted toast. If you want my business, you're going to have to give me your jam first. Jim, I'm, I'm concerned you're looking a little disinterested in the jam conversation. No, I, I just – I don't want to burst anyone's bubble, but I don't like jams with anything in them like seeds or skin. Ooh. So I have no interest in trying a jam that's not just straight like – Dude. So that's jelly, isn't strained, it? Strained – no. God, no. Strawberry. Jimmy, this, strawberry I'm telling grape. you, Jimmy, this this ra- uh, raspberry apricot jam that we had <laughs> before had seeds in it, and it was delectable and delicious, and I think you would like it. I would give it a whirl, but I don't. I know you would try it. That's all that I. That's all that matters is that you would try it. Alyssa was hesitant to try it, and she's someone who's very particular about things like that. She doesn't like nuts in her baked goods, things of that sort. She ate the jam. She was jamming. (laughs) We're jamming out. We're jamming. It was. Also, we're making shirts that say "Wham Jam, Thank You, Ma'am" for when we go into the shop. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be the name of our show. Wham Jam, thank you, man. That's right. Also, I'm wearing a body cam. Hosted by Bam Bam and Flim Flam. (laughs) I'm wearing a body cam so that when I start eating all their jam with my own bread and toast, they're going to be super pissed. I'm going to catch it on camera. It's going to be classy. Very classy. The body cam jam. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I like it. I like Dude, and then we'll... Okay. Here we go. We're going to have a jam party (laughs) where everyone comes over. And someone jams, you know, on bass. Rick, Krogs. Guitar. And uh, we test out jams while playing can jam. Dude. Ooh, love me some can jam. Dude, it's going to be a full jam sesh. Love the me wham some bam, can jam. thank you ma'am, slam jam. <laughs> no, jam slam. The jam slam. Yeah. Okay, that's better. The wham ma'am, thank you, or wham bam, thank you ma'am, jam slam. <laughs> 2020 because it'll take some time to to plan plus yeah, to accrue they, they all the gems but i think we should uh we should get it on the books i will eat jam let's okay let me just try and get that name right one more time the wham bam thank you ma'am jam slam 2020 <laughs> okay got it everyone mark your calendars keep Keep like all of 2020 open for right now because we don't have a specified yeah, well, date range well. at all. But just, dude, have you guys uh, Christmas vacation? 
Yes. You see Christmas right. Vacation? Oh, yeah. Pat, okay. I'm getting you a Jam of the Month Club <laughs> oh, yes. Christmas present, dude. Dude, yes. That's exactly I shouldn't have said it, but I couldn't hold it back. Dude, we're talking about jams. I'm getting excited here. <laughs> I, th- I never thought that that would be <laughs> jam something. Jam of the Month. I would grow to appreciate. Dude, you're going to be the fucking, you're going to be Jam of the Month Club, bro. I'll be the Jam King. Dude. All right, sorry to throw it off track like that, but I just wanted to. I like jam. <laughs> I am I am I googling a jam like of the month too. club right now. <laughs> Here we go. All right, we're becoming subscribers. <laughs> this will be a thing. Every month when the jam comes, Sean and I will test it or wherever it gets sent, we'll test it on air and you can listen to us eat toast. There there's a jam and jelly of the month club. Well, let's get in it. You know what? Let's join that in hostile takeover. Let's try and get the jellies out of there and just bring the jams. Can we? Yeah. Can we request out of the jelly part? Dude. Um, I'm trying to read up on it now. Because if we could just get jam, that would be awesome. Strictly. That'd be pretty much exactly what we're looking jam. for. Each month, we'll deliver a new selection of delicious gourmet jams and jellies produced in small <laughs> batches by boutique regional jam and jelly makers around the world. Each shipment oh. includes two varieties of premium fruit preserves made with only the finest all-natural ingredients. And each oh. monthly delivery is covered by our unbeatable, they'll love it, guarantee. Dude, oh. that is exactly... What we're They'll looking for. love it, guarantee. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Let's see. I'm trying to trying to see. So if you buy now a a one year supply, you get uh, only seventeen ninety five a month. How much jam do you get? Well, you get each monthly delivery includes our wait. That's the wrong thing. Let me go back up and find it. Uh, each shipment includes two varieties of premium fruit preserves, so you get two containers worth. It doesn't give you how much net weight the jam is. Dude, you went from, right now there's two jars of jam in the house. You're about to go up from two to 38 jars (laughs) in one year, dude. See, I'm concerned how big, how big did it say the jam is that comes? It it doesn't. It doesn't let you know how how big they are. It's three Is three it things of like jam a month, dude. Two, you can't... two a month. Two a oh, month. two a month. Okay, two a month. Yes. Still, that's a lot two of jam. That is a lot of jam. Plus, you're going to be accruing your own jams and jellies on the side, so. <laughs> well, any listeners out there are open if you Pat's guys want to donate to the <laughs> To this monthly jam club while also be a, a frequent visitor in the black market jam and jelly community <laughs> on the side. Oh shit! We're gonna be jam dudes. What can I say? All right, I'm still. I don't, still don't know what the name of this place is. I, I found it at amazingclubs.com. Dude, maybe, maybe that is jam maybe, and jelly of the month. That could be the black market uh, jam and jelly site you're on already. Start there. Actually, I think I know what the black market site would be called, but um, I'm gonna refrain from saying it on these airwaves because it's actually a racist term. Oh, but I think Sean knows here. what I'm talking about. And I, I have, think, I've bit I think, my tongue yeah. hard on this one. Same. Andy, I know if you listen back to this, you'll have wanted to say it as well. But It's more classist than racist. We're jam dudes, okay? We're dudes that jam. That's right. And eat jam. Guys, we're this this jelly and jam has been rated number one for seven years in a row. Independently Ooh. rated, of course. Oh, shit. 
Well, wow. we'll be the judges. Okay, yeah. Jam and jelly of the month. Interesting. Speaking of jamming, how about the Bulls last night? <laughs> that was professional. That's how it's done, folks. That is what we call... I don't know what we call that in the industry because we're not really in the industry. But that was a smooth transition. That was very there nicely it is. done. That was a slam dunk. <laughs> very nicely. Keep it rolling. <laughs> Dude, Zach Levine knocks down three, 13 three-pointers in a game tied with Steph 13. Curry. Woo! One behind Clay Thompson most all-time, including the bomb for the win. 27 fourth-quarter points. Really? The, I didn't even know Bulls that. That's crazy. 27 fourth quarter they points. They scored, what, six points in the last five seconds to win or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Sadoransky hit a three with like five seconds left. Charlotte in balls. We get a steal. Levine gets it. Nails a three-point eight left. Woo. My favorite part is after the game when Boylan's going nuts trying to high-five his players. Nobody wants a damn thing to do with him. They're all just <laughs> hugging each other and, like, running away, and he's essentially high-fiving himself, <laughs> fist-bumping and smiling because nobody wants a damn thing to do with that man. It was so great. Oh, my God. That guy sucks. So bad. I just don't understand the signing. It just, ah, it's, it's frustrating because you know, it seems like we are kind of getting – we have I mean, talent. We're on this there team. for sure. We're, or we're getting there. We're not there, but we are getting there. Just need a coach. Boylan just seems coach. like a mistake. I hate myself too because I know at one point last at the end of last season, I tried to like I don't know if it was for a segment, but I know I like almost tried to understand the like them re-signing him to a contract. Yeah, yeah, but now, yeah. but now you just watch it and realize they could have just. Not re-signed him. He could have had this year left on his deal, and at this point, he should be getting ready to fire his ass and bring in a real coach. Look yeah. at the look at the Phoenix Suns. They bring Dude, in Alvin uh, Gentry's killing it down there. No, really? they brought in um, what's oh, his I name? Mean, I thought Monty Williams. Monty, Monty Williams. Sorry. Yeah, Monty Williams, a real coach. They bring him in. He turns around a team that has sucked for four or five years straight. They've got a lot of talent because of all the draft picks they've had. And they've got one of the best scorers in the NBA in Devin Booker. Booker. But Woo. the Bulls have one of the best scorers in the NBA in Zach Levine. Woo. And uh, a guy who seems committed to trying to be a leader and an all-star. And if if he just had a coach. Well, here's the thing, too. So what what was said uh, by Zach Levine about Jim Boylan? Wasn't there some kind of a disagreement of sorts or something? Well, the or? night before... Um, Zach Levine got pulled when the Bulls got off to a bad start, and he was the only one that got pulled. Of the starters. Of the starters, and he was kind of upset about it after the game, and they asked him about it, and he basically said like he wouldn't have pulled himself, but this was the explanation that he got, and he felt like he should have been in the game and this, that, and the other thing, and basically just more incompetency from Jim Boylan and proving that um, is a little bit in over his head, and any any signs that he might have shown of having won this locker room with his fine getting paid for last year, all that's out the door uh, when the team talks about playoff aspirations to start the season, and they're six and eleven, seventeen games in. <sighs> it's frustrating because I know they could easily have a better record than six and eleven. I mean, just from watching the games, and they've right, had a couple right. of real close losses. 
And it's still the East. I mean, we could still lock still down. Still only a game and a half out of the eight, eight seed. Right. We could. I mean, we could. That's what I'm saying. We could it's still so lock down a playoff spot. But They're five games under 500 and only a game and a half out of the eighth seed. Like 15, 16 games into the season. I know. So bad. You just want to see them go on a nice like ten game tear where they win eight out of ten. Uh huh. You know, bounce back and they can do it. They got the, they got the talent. They do have a lot of good young talent. We really and do. Just, that's why you wish they had a good, the same at coach that would be growing with these guys. Like you look at teams like the Jazz. Quinn Snyder is a guy who is a younger coach, but is you know the Jazz have been good three three years running now, and it's and and I think when you have young smart minds, you know we've talked. I think we've talked before about kind of debated about Eric Spolstra, but. You know he's a he's a good that's coach, been, and look at the Heat; they're awesome. solid. Dude, um, I would it take makes him a difference. ten times out of ten to it coach totally. team. It makes a difference in basketball. It makes a huge difference in basketball. I mean, a head coach is a big deal in all sports, but for sure in basketball, unless you have a guy like LeBron James who's like a coach on the floor, right? right. Who who know? is the coach? Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, coach makes a huge difference. It's I just, just think about it's it, it just frustrating because for. For, I, I don't even want to say for whatever reason. The Chicago Bulls are still a cash cow, and regardless, I don't want to say regardless, but you can have a guy like Jim Boylan, you can have a guy like John Package, the GM or president for 20 years, and this team is still profitable. They're still making money. They're always, they're always, you know, could be an eighth seed, could be a seventh seed. For the time when we had D Rose and Tibbs and Noah and all those guys and just couldn't get over the hump for a championship. So riding off those coattails from all those years ago, I don't understand how you look at this team if you're the front office. And maybe this isn't John Paxson's call. Maybe it's it's Reinsdorf telling him this is who you're sticking with and you got to go from here. But how do you look at him and think, oh, this is the guy who's going to lead our team to a championship? I, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I, I felt the same way about Hoiberg, so I'm not surprised. The thing is with these coaches, too, and I know we already talked about this on the podcast, but this is not the kind of guy that is going to attract a superstar talent either. No. No, right. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get, you know, what? like, think about how nice our team would be if we had, like, Paul George at small forward. Paul George isn't going to come and clock in and out for Jim Boylan. You know right. what I mean? Not that he wouldn't play alongside Kawhi He's not going to come anyways. play for a guy who's trying to grow 15 players. Yeah, exactly. No. Instead of no, just putting no, his no. best players out to win a basketball game. Exactly. So it's going to be a little while, but who knows? Maybe they can him. Maybe they can him. Uh, you know, when we can take a take a step forward or something. Who knows? I don't Crazy. think they have any interest in doing that. That's that's what frustrates me. It just. I mean, right now they don't. <laughs> that's for sure. I just I don't understand when you have the young talent that the Bulls have. And they do have talent. Let's they not do. That. They have talent. They have good young say, pieces. Kobe White has totally Kobe exceeded White, what my expectations. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Wendell Carter's been a dude, and he will mm-hmm. continue to be a dude. Levine. Markkanen's been up and down this year, but I think he's a piece. Dude, he's, he's got a go. good piece. He's going he's gonna to be good. He sucked this year, but he's going to yeah, be good. Yeah, there's, there's pieces there, and I just don't understand why you wouldn't want to pair it up with a good a good young coach, or just a good coach. Doesn't even have to be a young coach. Just a good NBA mind. Dude, that They're is all a over great the place. Question. Yeah, 
And you think, man, head coaches really are super important in the NBA. You only got 12 guys. You're calling plays constantly. You're changing your defensive assignments. You know what I mean? Like, that's all happening on the fly. And, it, you know, we don't have an ISO score necessarily. I mean, we do have Levine, but he's not like James Harden. You know what I mean? You can't just give him the ball and get out of the way 70% of the time. Like, calls are going to have to be made on the fly. Man, it'd be oh, – Spolster would just be – that'd be awesome. <laughs> right? Dude, he'd be so great. Yeah, and talk about managing superstars. Well, it's just frustrating though when you like again. I mentioned the Suns before because Monty Williams, you look like he was available, and the Bulls yeah, didn't know. even Bulls didn't even try and set up an interview with him. They decided to re-sign Boylan to a three-year extension. Why? Right. Why? Why? I don't. Why? Know. That makes no sense. It just doesn't. Well, it it just it's. I'm so sick of the teams, and we went on this long impassioned rant about how terrible Chicago sports are. I hate hearing these stories about how my teams do incompetent things like that. Like how Ryan Pace didn't even set up a personal interview with Deshaun Watson when they were drafting a quarterback and this guy played in two straight national championships. And then to hear that, you know, like Monty Williams available, don't even know. Let's extend Jim Boylan. Why? Why does, what is, what is wrong with Chicago sports? <laughs> what did we do to deserve this? Well, luckily, we can I get we're some in the jam east and not the west, and we have a chance, and eventually all will be well. Not for us, but other people. Yeah, I mean, I guess the benefit of sucking is you get good picks, and like like you said, Kobe White looks like a good pick. We got. Uh, Levine and Markinen out of the Jimmy Butler trade, and and Jimmy Butler's two two teams gone from the Timberwolves now. So mm-hmm. and they're saying he's not even the best player on Miami yeah, now. Definitely won that trade. Um, so like, what's holding it back? I I can't. You just the coach doesn't make that much of a difference, but it makes a like you said they do make a difference to how the effort that's put out. And from a play calling standpoint, but it's like this team feels like way better than six and eleven. Way maybe, better. Maybe not way better, but they feel like five hundred at least. We'll see. I'm sure that, that you know, I'm sure they're gonna middle around five hundred. There's no way they're gonna end leaps and bounds above five hundred, but maybe they'll surprise us. You know, one maybe they'll get a little more cohesive. It is a young team, they're still growing together. You know, Wendell Carter didn't play a whole bunch last year. Kobe White's a rookie, you know, so they still got to grow and become more cohesive. So as the season goes, hopefully they progress. That's all we can hope for. Yeah, it just, that's just frustrating. It's like you're, it's like you're, you're stuck in basketball purgatory. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, until, you know. We're just here. We're just here playing around. It's so it, It's fun to watch them play. It's fun to watch. Hopefully our new guys maturing and and progressing and but at the same time you know you're you're nowhere near winning a damn thing yet. Just sucks. Don't you love Anthony Davis? <laughs> didn't he mention like quickly like he was asphalt playing in Chicago and he didn't shoot it down? It's like yeah okay dude like you're gonna leave yeah Bron right. Bron in La La Land. I don't think so. Get yeah. out of here. Don't even yeah, give me that hope. Right. <laughs> don't do that. Don't you do that. Uh, Not a chance. Yeah. And and you know what? Rightfully so. If I'm him, no way. 
No way. Nah, the Lakers are awesome. Another dude in here to play alongside of them. No yeah. way. Nah, the Lakers are awesome. And LeBron already said he admitted to that it's A Train's team. So, you know, that's that's, that. that's cute. That's cute of LeBron to say that. It's so true. Yeah. I was hoping you would say that because I was like, Anthony Davis is now the best player on that team. I hope you know that, LeBron. Okay. Oh no! Oh, I, see, I disagree. I think LeBron's still the best player. No, he's, he's letting dude. AD think that it's he's, his. Yeah, that that's what it, that's what I think it is too. I think LeBron's playing awesome this year. I mean, LeBron is definitely playing. I'm not saying LeBron's like falling off by any means, but Anthony Davis no, 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 is yeah, a no, force to be reckoned. Oh with yeah, especially if he's hitting three balls. But I mean, when it comes down to it, LeBron's going to take the last Everything shot. Everything right? runs through LeBron. Yeah. Also, he's Everything. career high in assists this year, I think, too. He leads the league in assists. Yeah, he's diamonds. 11.1. going off. And good for him. Found a new way to do it. Jordan had good to figure him. it out in his twilight years. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You sure did. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, we're treated... What if I told you? We're treated to something hilarious on the internet. And Every once in a while, we, we share this shit daily. I know, but <laughs> but there's ones that stand out above the others, and I feel like we got one of those the other day when Tesla unveiled their Cybertruck. Oh my god, that was so unbelievable! Their armored, bulletproof truck that looks like it's straight out of Tomb Raider and PS2. <laughs> that was so great. Graphics, and they wanted uh, it's a, it's a bulletproof truck, and they wanted to demonstrate its indestructibility, I guess, and they threw a metal ball. At the window, <laughs> it just immediately shattered. <laughs> Fucking shattered, just dude. Shattered on the display stage. It's so, so <laughs> set the scene. Elon Musk is standing there with some dipshit who's like, oh, throw the ball at it. He's at this presentation. The guy throws it. It's not supposed to even leave a mark, and it shatters the window. So Elon Musk tries to save it by saying, well, it didn't go through the window. It didn't go through the window. Let's try the back one. Tries the back one. Same thing happened. <laughs> Shatters the window. Well, it didn't go through the window. It didn't go through the window. That's not what you're advertising, Elon. I just don't understand. Did they not throw something at that window before Dude, they did right? the huge how unveiling? How does that happen? How do you? How is someone not back there before this presentation hitting that thing with a sledgehammer? Like, no, right. it's for sure going to work. It's not going to crack. How does Dude, that happen? That's why it was amazing because it <laughs> happened on the display stage and it made him look like an idiot. It was so funny. Uh, I was dying. Like Andy sent that to us and it was, he's like, he. what did he say? He's like, this is one of the funniest things that's not supposed to be funny that I've ever seen. And it was so true. Dude, Andy, what, what did you think? It, oh, wait. You're not, oh, you're not oh, here again. Oh, oh. But here's the thing too. Is that Tesla Cybertruck? That's just a concept, right? That's not like a street no, vehicle they're, that they're, they're pushing. They took is pre-sales it? for that already yep. and stuff. Really? Yeah. Lil wow. Uzi Vert, my dude, is already buying one. Lil Uzi Vert, dude. But that, Uzi Vert. I mean, it's going to look just like that? Yeah. Yep. No, he, he, he's actually buying Holy that one with the cracked shit. windows and everything. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I mean, I don't, he might. Darn have. it. I'm so gullible, dude. <laughs> Fuck. just want some jam. Just buy <laughs> Buying the Tesla with shattered windows already. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was. I thought it was hilarious, but it. Why does it have to look so ridiculous? I, I don't, don't know. Why can't they just like made Tesla like a normal truck? 
So I feel a little ill-prepared. Like, we should have looked into it because there's got to be a reason why they made it look like that. Like, zero blind spots or, like, some kind of, like, fucking better mileage out of your electric engine or something. There has to be... No, dude. It's better to do little research and just bitch about stuff you don't have all the details for. <laughs> well, first of all, if you haven't seen this thing, dude, Google listen, it right away. To, listen, it is to hilarious. listen to this. Since, since the, the debacle yesterday, okay, 187,000 pre-orders for that truck. What? Really? 187,000 pre-orders for that. Why would you see what would what from seeing that would cause somebody to go out and pre-order that truck? But it's not that expensive, right? Isn't it like a 30 or $35,000 vehicle? I'm trying to find it right now. I'm pretty sure it's a less uh like a more affordable SUV that they're I'm sure there's different models. Price at 39.9. Yeah, you're right. 39.9. That's not too bad. It's a little more than I was expecting to be honest, but that's but, not but too it, bad. It, that's the lowest. It can go as high as 70 grand. Yeah, for sure. If you see one of those driving on the street, aren't you just compelled to throw something at the window? <laughs> no, I think, I think I'm about to be raided by freaking aliens or that I was transported in time and I'm probably running home. Seriously, dude. I feel like you have to test the, like, what the, what the threshold with that three? like start with a baseball and just chuck a baseball and see if the baseball breaks it and be like <laughs> all right if baseball doesn't work throw a, a pool ball at it or something a little bit harder and then you work your way up to a bowling ball and then you just start destroying people's teslas all over the place sledgehammer sledgehammer right but you know that like over a hundred thousand then you just pull out test it you pull out a handgun and just start unloading it, it's supposed to be bulletproof. It's bulletproof right yes yeah, bulletproof you can't blame me if you die it's elon musk's fault yeah you can sue him it's his fault have you ever have you guys i've never driven a tesla have you guys ever driven a tesla i've never yes, i have you've so, driven one or you've driven in one i've driven one. Oh. so i've heard that you go like those things are just wicked fast it's like they are pretty incredible like they go slow to fast very quick like immediately like zero to 60 is nothing for those cars it, it, it isn't it's it's a very well put together machine so uh, pretty if, if you ever have a chance i i i drove them when they first came out when i was a valet still and they were awesome then and that was 10 years ago so i'm sure that they've made a ton of improvements on them sure everyone that i've talked to that has one or has driven one has had nothing but great things to say about it so yeah they're pretty awesome all joking aside it's pretty much just because elon musk is a goofy mfer dude he still has one of the best memes on the internet oh yeah that the meme of him smoking that blunt is (laughs) so so great it's It's almost untouchable it's so awesome dude it's so the face that he's making is perfect it's so So funny dude it's just it's like so cartoonish it's awesome yep yep yep. thank you elon for all that you do (laughs) all right before we move on do we have confirmed did the steelers beat the Bengals today Steelers did beat the Bengals. Today. Okay, Woo. perfect. So this next story, Jimmy. Mason I don't know Rudolph if you s- got his ass benched. Got his ass did he really? Yeah, I don't know if you benched. saw this, wow. Sean. I don't know if you saw this either. And I hope you guys. I hope there's sound here. But there's a uh, news story that was floating around this week that um, there's a Cincinnati Bengals fan who is currently living on the roof of his restaurant. 
until the Cincinnati Bengals win a game this year, and after today's loss, they're 0-11, correct? <laughs> now, that just sucks. Okay. That's garbage. I've got the I've got the sound here. It's from Fox News. Um, and I heard this on the radio the other day, and if it plays through, it's just fans are so dumb. <laughs> it's pretty funny though. <clears throat> All right, now we're gonna send it over to our sideline reporter, Dick Asman, with the report on the Bengals fan on the roof after this short message from Danny DeVito. My man. Danny, you're not doing anything. That's the point. It does it for you. That's literally the point of the ad. ad. Unsponsored. We love Danny DeVito. (laughs) This Sunday, the Cincinnati Bengals face the Pittsburgh Steelers, and one fan has a little more on the line than most others. Jeff Lanham is currently... Living on his roof until his team wins. Let's bring in Catherine. She's been looking into the story. Tell us how it all started. Well, so if anyone knows, the Bengals have been having a pretty terrible season. They are (laughs) zero and ten. I'm going to pull a wild billboard for 61 days waiting for a tailgate. And the Bengals lost. I just want to see this guy talk. Okay, here we go. It's good radio right here. This is classy. This guy. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut the clip. <laughs> anyway, but basically this guy just goes on to talk about how he wishes that he wants the Bengals to win so bad because he misses his family and he just he can't come down because if he comes down, it's him going against his word. And if he doesn't have his word, then what is he as a man just – all sorts of ridiculous cliches, and you can't just help but die laugh when listening because it's like, I really just want to go down and see my family. Go down and see your family, man. So right? full of shit, you, like, dude. You, you, there's a lot more going on at home than you're leading on. This isn't about the bangles. You need to talk to somebody. <laughs> go spend time. He's got kids and stuff, too. It's not, you know, it's like, go spend time with your family. The dude. bangles suck. The Bears suck this year. They've won five games, so but they haven't been good five wins. What I want to know is, I want to know how did this start? Like, did they just suck like for a couple weeks? He's like, that's it, and he just fucking <laughs> throws a can of beans, room. can of beans, and an extra pair of undies, and a stick and bindle, and then climbs up <laughs> onto his roof and says he's not coming down until they win a fucking game. And now he's been up there for nine right. weeks. Is that how this happens? Just like a kid throwing a temper tantrum. I'm not coming down until the Bengals win. I'm not. Exactly. I'm not. So does this carry into next year if they don't win a game? Oh, God, I hope so. Is he stuck up there until next year? The fact that he's he's committed to it this long, you can't go the whole season and then just come down because – if you're going to stand your ground on being a man of your word and hold to it that hard, you can't all of a sudden just collapse at the end of the season. You know what I mean? Dude. You can't go on national TV and get interviewed on news stations and double down that if you go back on your word, then what do you have? And then once they don't win the rest of the season, just be like, oh, well, the season's over, so I'm just going inside. Nope. That, that's fair. That's a good point. Can't do it. So I have a couple other questions. What kind of an enabler is his wife? She's just allowing this to go down. This guy's just going to live on his roof for fucking 16 weeks, and she's just going to fully support him. The A, that's love. 
And B, that's an enabler big time. Luckily, he's only living on his roof and not gambling it, and all this other shit. It makes you wonder, maybe she's the bigger Bengals fan in the relationship and she won't let him come inside. Damn. Oh, could be. That'd be hilarious. She says, get your ass up on the roof. <laughs> Who they? Get your ass up there. <laughs> shit. So oh, here's another thing, too, I was going to say. I think that guy is saying that he wants to see his family and he misses them as a total front. I think he probably is up there on his roof Hates fucking his living it up, dude. Hates him. Thank God I got some free time. I'm doing nothing right. on this roof. Could be. You never know. It's possible. That could be exactly what's happening. Seriously. It's just, I mean, get off the roof. <laughs> right? Like, come on, bro. Not Go home. I bet you he hasn't even cleaned the gutters one fucking time since he got up there. I bet you he's been chilling so hard. This guy. So, we've, as you all know, we're sorry, Bears fans, except for Andy. So, it's kind of (sighs) fitting that Andy's not around for this conversation. So, Andy, you're going to be missing out because. You get last pick, my friend. I was, I was thinking we should all, let's just all pick an XFL team. We'll all pick different ones. So, we have a better chance of, you know, rooting, having someone be a winner. And let's just be the biggest XFL fans slash media coverage that there is. Bros, let's talk. We'll just become an XFL podcast, basically. I'm down. A, we need to ensure that if we're all picking different teams, we all need to put something on the line for sure. Oh, okay. For okay. sure. If we're not, if we're not all going to get in on one team and for as a podcast, and we got to put something on the line. Okay. Uh, I don't know. What do we want to put on the line? Slap bet? Oh, shit. Uh, Slaps? I'd do 20 bucks. Ah. Jim, come on, dude. Well, we're only talking. Andy has to be here for when we hammer this issue out. No, we got some time. We'll do slap bet. All right. It's all on the table. Only one. Well, well how are we going to do it then, though? Is it like the winner gets to slap everyone? Well, I'm or, doing 20 bucks, so I don't know how you guys want to do your slap bet. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If I win, when you go to hand me 20 bucks, I'm going to take it and hold your hand and then slap you with my other hand. <laughs> Except now I'm going to change my tactic because I just told you what I'm going to do. So Not that, but something like it'll that. It'll be something similar. And I know you know Krav, Jim, but you won't see this coming. <laughs> or I'll just ah, here's 20 bucks and I'm not going to take it and slap you move I have not practiced for that one you're otherwise right. I'll go to my backup which I know is a weakness of yours roundhouse kick to the knee yeah, so, so yeah, thank you for letting thank you for letting us in on that little weakness yeah, that sounds tough okay so how do we want to do this do we want to just we all pick our own team should we should we I have a team that I Sean has a team in mind. I have a team in mind that I want, and it's it is nothing to do with talent or expectations at all. Let's you hear just it. Like the you name go- or the logo. I want to take the Dallas Renegades, and it's because it reminds me of the team from Dallas in basketball. Oh, so okay. I kind of you know. Sean's a Renegades fan. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Jimmy, you got anyone in mind? I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Vipers. Ooh. Jimmy, are you really doing this to yourself again? Yes, and here's why. You want to know why? Because <laughs> Mark Tressman's the head coach. Mark Tressman is, is he? the head yeah. coach. Oh, so you you're putting... See, you're really doing that to yourself logic, again. You got it. That's hey, that guy is a multi-great multi, uh, cup winner, so... True, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Not He's bad. And everywhere but the NFL, so it's perfect. Damn it. That, um, 
Well, I didn't know we were bringing logs to the table. The fucking Renegades better have someone awesome at quarterback. Cade <laughs> <laughs> McDowell back there or something. Although, Shawnee, your Renegades are coached by none other than Bob Stoops. So. Is that true? That's, yeah, Bob Stoops. I don't know anything about the any Bob of these Stoops other teams that are that. remaining. Um, okay, I have to pick someone, though, right? I mean, take yeah, someone. what's your idea, bro? Crap. All right, I'm going to go with the, the DC Defenders. Sounds like a superhero formation. No, it, it does. could be like the DC comic defenders, you know. Okay. Even though defenders is a Marvel thing. Um and like DC's just been winning a lot of championships lately. And um so that's I think true. maybe they that's, could win that's another a very one. Very good point. And head coach actually another former Bear coordinator, Pep Hamilton. Pep Hamilton. <laughs> so, um or let's see it, if we got Or is it Pep Hamilton? Uh, I think it's sure. Pep Hamilton, but um, we can go with either one. All right, let's all find our starting quarterback. Oh, what's up, dude? DC defender starting quarterback, Cardale Jones. Damn. Oh, Former good. Ohio State quarterback. What up? I'm about to win this whole thing, dude. All right, I'm going to find out who mine is. Hold on. I got... Oh, they got DeAndre Tompkins. To be very confused with DeAndre Hopkins because <laughs> he's in the XFL, so he's probably not that good. I also have, ooh, Donnell Pumphrey, former San Diego. Dude, I'm about to win this whole thing. I didn't even, oh, my gosh. I'm about to win this whole thing. Wait, wait, wait. Speak for yourself. I got Aaron Murray as my quarterback. Aaron yeah, he was good Murray. in college like seven years ago. Aaron Murray. <laughs> Just saying his name. <laughs> Aaron Murray. You know what? The more you say it, the better he becomes in my mind. Thank you. Who's your, wait, who's your quarterback, Pat? <laughs> Aaron Jones. Murray. Okay, I got <laughs> Aaron Murray. That's going to haunt my dreams. <laughs> I wanna, I'm going to clip that and make that my ringtone. <laughs> Aaron Murray. All right, well, the Dallas... Aaron, all right. Dallas Renegades are working with none other than Landry Jones. Oh, former Steelers Dude, quarterback. He's got this guy is bringing. We a probably bunch have of the three best quarterbacks in the XFL, right? <laughs> we probably do probably. actually. Sucks for Andy. All right, let's assign Andy a team since he missed this conversation. Yeah, he doesn't get to do a bunch. Right, he worst. can be. Hey, no, no. The let's Seattle find the worst. Dragons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's find the worst quarterback and assign, assign Andy that Here team. Here we go. Sucks to suck, dude. God, this is going to be a who who is shit tickets right here, dude. All right, now I got to figure out whose jersey I want to buy in the DC Defenders. You're Do I want to no. get Cardale Jones, I guess? I'm Jimmy, buying Jimmy, Aaron you Murray. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jimmy, you got you to gotta get a polo that says Trestman on the left breast. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> An advisor. Oh, and, a, and a shirt that says in Trestman we trust. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh god. Yeah, get. Okay. The Seattle Dragon Aaron Murray. How Oh, okay, here we go. Andy's going to be a St. Louis Battlehawks fan because <laughs> we all hate everything St. Louis, obviously. Okay. Oh man. That's good. Perfect. Their quarterback is they don't even have one yet, but their punter is Marquette King, former uh, oh, Raider punter. Well, they got the best punter in the league. That's true. <laughs> That guy's a beast. They don't have a quarterback yet? They uh, Wait, maybe they do. Oh, they added... I can't even pronounce this guy's last name. Heineke? Taylor Heineke? 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 
I would say that's not how very just, promising. How do I just get a roster? I was yeah. able to just find a roster for the uh, for my team. Andy's team blows, dude. Let's see the list. Okay, here we go. That's all I've got. Oh, shit. I didn't know this. Bob Stoops actually coached Landry Jones in college. Oh. They got the connection. Dang, that's that's kind of scary, actually. Here we go. I think I still got Cardale Jones, though. I got what's that guy's name again? Pumphrey, Donnell Pumphrey. Yeah, who the hell else we got here? Let's check the whole roster. Okay, so we're XFL guys. Let's go over our teams again. Jimmy, who is your team? Tampa Bay Vipers. All right, Sean. Uh, Dallas Renegades. All right, I'm the DC Defenders, and Andy is a St. Louis Battlehawks fan. Battle Wrecker, Battlehawks. So we'll, we're going to be your number one source for all things XFL news, That's stories. True. So Very we'll true. try and get some of the big name guys on the podcast and whatnot, tell them how big of fans we are, Ooh. just really sell out, um, maybe try and get He Hate Me, vintage oh, yeah. XFL interview on here. That'd be so. awesome. You know, we'll see where we go, but we're officially the number one XFL podcast in America. In the United so tell your friends. As of today. So yeah. um, DC friends. Defenders about to take this bad boy home. Uh-uh. It's going to be pretty awesome. Can't uh-uh. wait. Can't wait for the Defenders to defend what needs defending. And that's my honor and integrity and pride. Dude, I got, I got Cameras Artist Payne and Lance Dunbar. Oh. Here we go. Here we go. That means nothing to me. I feel you. <laughs> Dude, Lance Dunbar is I know, someone, I'm just kidding. He's someone to be fe- feared. Yeah, well, I got Jay Bromley, okay? That's and Donnie Ernsberger. That's right. Okay? <laughs> I am not repeating who I have, so. Okay, cool, dude. Thanks. Is Josh Allen? No, never mind. It's the wrong Josh Allen, obviously. We got one segment today. We're doing Aaron a mock draft. Aaron Murray. <laughs> Aaron Murray. <laughs> I think we've all been pretty heavily indulged in Disney Plus this past yes. Yes, two we weeks or whatever since it came out. Oh, for sure. Pretty much all I've been doing all weekend. Alyssa's been watching old school Disney cartoons. It's been awesome. So I figured let's do a mock draft of Disney songs or songs from Disney movies. I'm in. So let me uh, get our little draft pieces together. Minus Andy's, because you know I'm here. Sheen. Yeah. So yesterday's the first day I I didn't leave the house once yesterday. It's the first time I've done that in probably like seven months or something. And you it know, was yeah. Alyssa too is like I didn't go outside be. at once yesterday. It was everything I thought it would be. I watched a lot of Alyssa Disney and Plus. Sean both sitting on the couch today. Like yeah, I didn't leave the house yesterday. I was like oh, could he use some help with the leaves, dudes? Dude, I slept for like twelve <laughs> hours, bro. <laughs> it was amazing. That's why people like to sleep so much. <laughs> All right, number three awesome. pick with the third pick in the draft. Shan, Shan Cattle. Good, That's good. What you get for not leaving, dude. I'm ready to go back to back. I got options. Oh, I got options. Number two, me, Jimmy. Number one, solid. Right, okay. Go, go ahead, Jim. First pick of the Disney song draft. 
I'm gonna go with. Oh man, this is tough. Um, so my favorite one is Bare Necessities from the Jungle Book. Oh, Melissa made fun of me when I brought that song up earlier. And there goes Jimmy taking it number one overall. So <laughs> what up, Melissa? Sorry, it got kind of loud there. All right, but that's because that leaves my number one still available. And I'm going to go with A Whole New World from Aladdin. I can show you the world. Listen, that's Shining a solid pick. Shimmer. Yeah, okay, you, get, you guys get the point. It's my favorite, though. I love that song. It makes me cry. It's a very solid pick. A Whole New World. I'm going to take a song. A new fantastic point of view. That can be listened even outside now of movies. The... <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Just interrupt. going in and out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> not going to interrupt right. your jam session. I wanted to sesh, see how bro. long you would let me go. Oh, damn. Aaron <laughs> Murray. <laughs> Unbelievable sky. All right, I'm taking. Take me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Under the Sea. Oh, nice pick. I feel like I'm already drinking a Under the sea. Oh, yeah. Under the sea. You guys have to hear Matt Pittman sing this as a heavy metal song. I do have to hear that. I'm down. I have to hear that. I would love to hear that. I love metal so much. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. It's a good impression. That's awesome. All right, so I'll definitely, I definitely want to listen to that, and I'll definitely take that song as my number three. And I'm gonna come back for, I'm gonna come back for Hakuna Matata. Ah, no, I'm not coming. No, no, no. Give me a second here. I'm not oh. going Hakuna Matata. I'm taking another Latin song, saying mostly by Robin Williams, "Friend Like Me." Okay. Strictly because Robin Williams is the best genie of all time. Yep, not even close. Not even close. Won't argue. Although I did like Will Smith, but not even close. Not saying he's bad. I'm just no, saying. I know. I'm just saying a lot of people didn't. I did, but Robin Williams is definitely the best. All right, I'm going to go with, for my second pick, How Far I'll Go from Moana. Nice. Solid pick. When the stars and the light and the sea, it's blinding. I don't really know the words. I just know like the melody and the tune. <laughs> All right, so from there mine, go. you're welcome, sung by, sung by Dwayne The Rock Johnson That was on from mine, Moana. too. Can I say except you're welcome? And for my last so, one, I'm going to go with yeah. Circle of Life from The Lion King. Damn it! You son of a bitch. This is going to be tough. That, that was literally where I was going. The Lion King has the best music because Elton John, but... That's Agreed. true. That's neither Very here true. nor Actually, there or up. You know Tarzan's really pretty good. Soundtrack that isn't talked about much is Tarzan. Tarzan, Phil yeah. Collins. Very true. My, one of my favorite, Great I think, soundtrack. I guess you would call it memes. Is this? Um, it's like a tweet that someone sent out years ago, and it just says, "Phil Collins didn't have to go that hard on the Tarzan soundtrack, <laughs> but he did that. He did that for us." <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny it makes me laugh every time i see it he did that for us <laughs> he really does go hard on that soundtrack it's that it's, it's so, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's so true <laughs> he didn't have to do that but he did it oh, for shit. us dude um 
<sighs> All right, well, <laughs> on that note, I'm just going to go with two worlds from Tarzan then. I feel like I have to you pick Tarzan that. after How that. How are you going to drop so a bomb like that's that? That's a good, good song, too, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Ah, oh, shit. All right, my turn? Yep. Yep. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take... Man, I feel a lot of pressure to take this, but I'm going to take this because it's mostly sang by Danny DeVito, friend of the podcast, hopefully. (laughs) 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 And it's One Last Hope in Hercules. Nice. Which I love that movie, by the way. Hercules is awesome. Great movie. Great movie. Totally underrated. Now, I'm going to come all the way back for Hakuna Matata. Nice. Got to take it this time. Yeah. I can't leave it behind. I like that song a lot. I like that movie a lot, too. Well, Sean, I appreciate the segue into Hercules. I'm going with Go the Distance. Nice. And Hercules is my favorite song from that movie, which is also one of from my favorite. Di- oh, wait, that's a wrong song. I Sorry. can go the distance. I will beat the odds. I can go the distance. Pretty sure that's exactly how the song goes. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, yeah. That's my pick. It's a, it's a solid pick. So, you know what? So, Jim, two picks to you, so... Are we going to do a most bangable princess list? <laughs> we can. All right. Do a what now? And we can most, go the distance. Most bangable princess in Disney. Okay. Think about it. Mm. We'll come back to it. Or we will talk about it after your last pick. Or right now. I'm Jim. I'm done, I thought. No, Jim, you got two picks, Jim. Oh, okay, great. So I'm going to go with, let's see. Jim has one more. Oh, we have one more round? What do we we do five picks, right? Yes, we do. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay, okay, great. All right, so I'm going to go yes. with Let It okay, Go. Okay, great. Oh, wow. I can't believe that wasn't chosen yet. From Frozen. Although I've never seen Frozen. I feel Frozen. like it was on my list, like, out of obligation. I had to put it on my list, but I was never really planning on picking it. That's it's fine. solid, though. <clears throat> I've never Last seen Frozen, one. so... Last one is um, "Wish Upon a Star" from Pinocchio. Damn it, that's like the it's like the Disney song, pretty much. Okay, um, so this is my last pick. A nice pick, Jimmy. I got one Thank pick. You. Thank you, sir. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Can you feel the love tonight? It was between and whatever I just picked. Yeah, I was on that one too. Mainly Elton John. I had to get an Elton John and a Phil Collins song on my list. I was on that one too. I feel you, bro. I feel you. Both both of them went hard when they did not have to for the people. Real hard. Hard. That's such a a solid tweet by that guy, dude. (laughs) Right? so fucking funny. It's the best tweet. For the they did that for us, boys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> My last and final pick is nothing without the visual effects, and it is Elephants on Parade and Dumbo. Ooh. Song's oh. awesome. Visuals are awesome. Hippity hoppity. Song's awesome. Visuals are awesome. You guys ever heard the Bass inside. Nectar remix? I haven't. Ooh. I have not. <clears throat> Sounds All right. like I got another thing. A little I got bit of a time. To. Guys, kill some time here for a second. I'll kill some time. 
I'm just killing, killing time. time. <laughs> just killing, killing time. I forgot who sings that. You, I want to say head PE or. You guys are doing a great Kill job. Switch killing time dude, by just of head P- saying sure exactly head P- what you're doing. Pretty Jimmy sure was P- at a PE convention P- and he said it was the quarter zip long sleeve capital of the world. All PE teachers wear it. Uh, I believe it was 67% of the PE teachers attended had clipboards. Is that true, Jimmy? They had pullovers and cargo shorts. Pullovers and cargo shorts. Sorry, I was thinking quarter zips and and clipboards for some reason. I've never seen so many cargo shorts (laughs) in my life except for the time I went to the Coles factory outlet. That's the only time I've ever seen that many cargo shorts. It was insane. It sounds exactly what I'm what I'm picturing for a PE convention to be. I'm expecting more whistles and clipboards. Probably I would show up in full PE attire, but a lot of Air Monarchs also. Really, a lot of Air Monarchs. Also, Killing Time is by Head. There you go. Nailed it. Here we go. Dubs. Uh, A lot of it. Okay. Perfect. 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 First of all, the visuals are still fire. Visuals are still fire. We're gonna kill a little bit more time here. I, uh, I think I know what's going on. <clears throat> this part of the movie is awesome. Oh, Dumbo yeah. is a very sad. Yeah, Alyssa and I watched the new. We watched the new Dumbo the other day on Disney Plus. Oh, I don't yes. know if we mentioned we've been watching a lot of this. But yeah, it was sad. I haven't seen why that. Danny DeVito is in that one. Oh, did you hear it now? Is it? Now oh. I definitely got to yeah. check that out for sure. Okay. Alright, let's try this again. I think the only the beginning is really worth hearing. Two and a half more minutes, but I always that's solid. I always think of that when I hear pink elephants. All right, dude, so Mr. Uh, Mr. Relevance, a solid pick in this one. Hell yeah, dude! Take it. Hell yeah, free banana bread from work, dude! Hell yeah! <laughs> all right, that's all we've got for this week's episode, the 99th episode of Bros. Let's Talk, which means yeah. next week is hashtag BLT100. We've got some stuff coming your guys' way. Not exactly sure of how it's going to be played out, but I don't know if you guys have noticed from this episode, we got some new equipment. Four Ooh. of us threw down our money, some money together, Ooh. bought a mixer, 
individual microphones. So Sean and I aren't hugging a mic right now. We've got our own mics. Woo. Jimmy, do we sound okay? Once uh, we figured yes. out the sound quality stuff. Technical difficulties per use. Per use. But we figured it out. We'll have all four of us in the testosterone zone next week. There will be pizza. There will be beer and wings and friends. And we'll be listening back to old clips from previous episodes. Funny shit that we've said that we probably don't even remember saying. So many out of context clips from Jimmy that you don't even know. Wait, what? Where to what? begin? That's like a new co- that's oh, a new Jimmy. segment. It's just gonna oh, be out of Jimmy. context. <laughs> okay, do you guys want an early preview? Should I give you one early preview? Because yes, there's please. there's so many that I feel like I have to do at least one of yours ahead of time. <laughs> just a taste. There's so many. It's just ridiculous. Like I I came up with the idea and then I came up. I can't. Jimmy just had the funniest ones. Okay. By far the best. Oh, uh, I don't even know which. Um, I don't know which one. I don't. I want to waste. Okay, I'll do this one. This is the one I just did recently. Um, okay, so here's gonna be the way that the segment works. Just a little oh, preview boy. for you guys for next week. I'm gonna play a line from the clip out of context and see if you remember what the context was, and then I'll play back like what the context of the conversation was. Okay, oh, you ready? Here's, yes. your, here's your first one. Yes, do you have any poontang pie? <laughs> Again? Yes, do you have any poontang pie? <laughs> I, I do remember the context of that. And, and I, why, figured, I figured you and would know this happened. one. That's why I figured. Okay, here's the, the conversation. This was... Jeez, I don't even remember how this was like 15, maybe even like 20 years ago. We were visit. We went up to visit Kara at uh, St. Norbert's, and we went to. We stopped at a restaurant. I think it was at Baker Square, and the waitress said to me, "Oh, would you like dessert?" And I said, "Yes." Do you have any poontang pie? <laughs> uh, so, Mom was not happy with me. Yeah, I think one. the next line you said it. I think Mom slapped me up beside the head and. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was. Uh, that's a preview of what we're gonna be doing next week. It was. It's been a lot of fun listening back to old episodes and kind of just seeing how far we've come, <laughs> how much I used to suck, and how much I still suck, but less. But mainly a lot of laughs and Boy, good times. I, I can't wait for next Sunday. It's gonna be a blast. So Jimmy, there's there's a lot more where that came from. Let's make sure Andy knows what time we're starting, and then we'll we'll back it up by an hour, so he's hopefully on time. Yeah, good go. call, good call. Andy, um, we're we're starting at nine a.m. Nine so. a.m., dude. Be there, be square, um, but mainly be there. Definitely be there. All right, guys, fun show. Thanks for everyone who listens every week. We really appreciate you guys. Hopefully, you'll tune in for BLT hashtag BLT one hundred next week. Um, if you don't already, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play Podcasts. We're also at brosletstalk.podbean.com. For Jimmy and Sean, this is Pat. Later, dudes. See you guys. Later. All right. Latest on the men, Jay.